Good day to you, and welcome to another Seeds of Wisdom with Pastor Jay. I pray that you all are blessed. I pray that you're having a great week in spite of all the things that are going on with this coronavirus. Uh, nonetheless, I pray that you know that God has placed the blood, uh, the blood of the lamb above your doorpost so that the spirit of death can go nigh your dwelling. Amen. Um, so today I wanted to talk to you about something interesting. Um, you see, people will tell you all the time about what the world is doing, what's going on in the world. People will even tell you, um, what they feel as though God, um, is doing based upon what people are doing, uh, in God's name. But we know for a fact that sometimes what people are doing uh, in God's name does not necessarily meet with God's approval. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes the things that are said and done are uh, that are in God's name are not necessarily done with God's approval. So there was this old song when I was a kid that they used to sing in the church. Um, and the song simply says, look what God has done. Look what my God has done. And it says, mastermind is here. And I didn't understand it as a kid, but as I grow to an adult and grow in my faith and my understanding of who God is, now I recognize what they were saying. Look what my God has done. You see, we live in an era where people will tell you all sorts of things. They will tell you that people were massacred and crucified and all of those things in the name of God. People will tell you that um, people were poisoned with Kool-Aid in the name of God, that uh, people were beheaded in the name of God, so on and so forth. Uh, but again, what I said earlier, not everything that is done in the name of God meets with God's approval. And while people will tell you all the time what other people are doing, it doesn't necessarily indicate or line up with what God is doing on the earth. It's two different things. Why? Because what man's understanding of God is and what God wants done and what God's understanding of what he wants done and how he wants uh, how, how he wants it done. They're sometimes very different things. People can misinterpret God all the time based upon whatever doctrine is being preached to them, based upon whatever ideologies that their particular um, uh, sect or denomination is, is saying and all of those things like that. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that's really what God is saying or what God wants done. We have to understand people's in, in, in inability to be perfect. We're not perfect. We can misunderstand. We can misinterpret. We can uh, act contrary to what God is really trying to say and do. 
the fact of the matter is there's a lot of people out there who claim to be of God and claim to be for God, but they don't know his voice. They don't understand his character. They don't know who he is. And the problem comes in when people don't know who he is. They don't understand his character. They don't recognize his voice. Then they can't know what God is saying. So they misinterpret and they do something contrary to what God would actually do or have done. Now, let's be clear. God did restart the whole earth, basically, in the time of Noah, in the time of the flood. He reset everything, but there was a reason for God to do it. People, these same people that you indicate are doing God's work, that are taking the credit for God, these same people were wicked and they were evil and they kept doing what they wanted to do in spite of the warnings that God sent, in spite of the opportunities and the chances that God gave them to repent and turn from their wicked ways. And so because of that, God had to start over. There were also times where God allowed people to be defeated. Big armies, huge armies, vast armies to be destroyed by God's chosen people. But guess what? They were God's chosen people because at one point in time, they were doing exactly what God commanded. And so because they were doing what God commanded, God had to protect his people. So he allowed his people to inhabit the earth that he gave them. He allowed his people to be protected by him when vast armies tried to destroy them. But if you think about it, a lot of those times, the army was there just as representatives. Gideon's army really didn't have to lift a finger. There were other armies who didn't have to lift a finger. Jeho uh, Jehoshaphat, his army didn't have to lift a finger. But they had to stay there. And they had to sing God's praises and they had to represent the power of God on the earth. And God did the work. Look what God did, not what man did. I want to direct you to the book of Psalms, where I know Psalms 103 in particular, Psalms 104. Um, begin with the phrase that David said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. We have to bless the Lord and we have to remember, we have to remind ourselves. You see, bless the Lord, O my soul, is not just a clever word uh, phrase, but rather it's a commandment, not to God, but for your body, for your spirit, for your soul, man, for who you are, to bless the Lord because he's good and he's worthy of his blessings. Why is he worthy of his blessings? Well, let me tell you. 
Because Psalms 3.16 does say, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's why we ought to bless the Lord, O our souls. Because the word says, I know the thoughts I think towards you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That's why we ought to bless the Lord. You see, we are looking at what man does. And because man misinterprets and does things the wrong way, we'll think and have the wrong uh, impression about who God is and what he's doing and what he's all about. But when we look into the word of God, when we look at the declarations of David, when we look at how Job was tested and yet he uh, remained blameless because he didn't curse God. When we look at the works of Isaiah, uh, when we look at the works of Elijah, the prophet, when we look at the works of Elisha, the prophet, when we look at all all the things that these people have done in the name of God and for God because they knew God and understood God and they heard his voice. We will recognize that what God is doing on the earth, what God is doing for you and I and what man is doing in God's name sometimes are two very different things. But when man lines up with God and does the work of God, we see the good results and they are to prosper and, and to help the people of God, not to harm the people of God. Brothers and sisters, believers, I encourage you to learn who God is. Tune your ear to his voice. Understand his character because when you can do these things, that you can better determine and understand what God is doing. Look what my God has done, not what man has done in his name. But look what my God has done, how he framed and shaped the entire world, how he made you and I and all the animals and all the fish and all the, uh, the fowl of the air. All of these great and wonderful things for us to enjoy. Look what God continues to do every time he saves a person from destruction. Look what God continues to do every time there is another child brought into this earth. Look what God continues to do every time he saves his people when they line up with his word, his will, and his way. Look what my God has done. Stop paying attention so much to what people are doing. And pay attention to what God is doing and what he has done. Read your word and find out the countless times that God has tried to save his people. Look at how many times God has saved his people because they were obedient to his commands and his will for his, their lives. Look at the grace that was afforded to us when Christ died on the cross for us and was reborn. Look at the miracles, the signs and the wonders, and even more so than even the miracles, the signs and the wonders. Look at the everyday things that God did for people because he loves them. Look at Jesus. Who he is. How he died. How he rose again and what he continues to do today for his people. You see, we live in a day and an age where even our president, who has done some good and some bad immediately, has done some things for the church, but then made the statement that he did more in this day and age uh, for the church than Jesus did. And that Jesus is dead. 
and he doesn't know where Jesus is. But look what God has done. Man will continually misunderstand God. Man will continually misunderstand God's efforts, his ways, his thoughts, his feelings and his affections. It takes somebody who's in tune to his voice. Who understands his character. Who knows who he is. To really understand what God is doing on the earth. And it is my encouragement that you learn those very things so that you can better understand what God is doing on the earth. And when you begin to do those things and you make it a daily practice to look all around you at the miracles, at the wonders that God continues to do every day, the way he graces your life with new breath, new ideas and witty inventions, when he continues to cover you and keep you when all the rest of the world seems like it's hellbound, then you can truly say, bless the Lord, O my soul, that all that is within me, bless his holy name, for his righteousness is good, his word is true, and his mercies endure forever. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, because he covers and he keeps me. He protects me. He places a hedge of protection around me that even the enemy cannot penetrate. And when the enemy comes rushing in like a flood, the Lord will lift up a, a standard for me. Bless ye the Lord. I forget not his love for us. How he allowed his son to die on the cross that we might have a right to the tree of life. How salvation and grace and mercy was afforded to us with the finished work of the cross. Look. Look at what my God has done. The mastermind who figured it all out. He is here. This is Pastor Jay with the Vineyard True Vine Ministries. Saying, God bless you. Saying, thank you for your time. And most of all, most of all. Take a look at what my God has done even in your own life and know that he's here for you. Have a blessed and wonderful day.